right, listeners, welcome to episode zero of uh, <laughs> the Couch Command podcast, where we journey through geekness, brought to you by popgeeks.com. I love that website name. With me today, I have uh, Sabrina. I'm always here. I'm here forever. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> you may have heard her at the uh, the Star Trek podcast we've been doing. Uh, we also have with us today, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Cool. Lastly, we have with us my longtime friend since uh, freshman year of college, uh, high school. We're that old. Uh, Max. <laughs> yes, we are that old. Hey, everybody. It's good. really good to be here. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I've been wanting to do a just science fiction geek podcast for a long time. We finally got our shit together. And <laughs> after a long time of um, doing Star Trek and then like talking to people, here we are to talk about some dorkness. Uh, today we're going to be doing a podcast about the movie Stargate because it's kind of brought a lot of us together <laughs> in mm-hmm. a strange way. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to dig into that. But before we do that, I'd like to ask Matt, what have you been geeking on lately? Um, well, I have actually finally started watching Dragon Ball Super. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just forced my way through... Um, the first part of it with uh, with uh, Beerus, Beerus, yep, and uh, and Frieza resurrected, and I I just got to the tournament. Dragon Ball Super is as good as we thought Dragon Ball Z was going <laughs> that's, to be. That's right. awesome. Really? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z to us like that was like a, a like there was a more of a drought of geekness, especially of anime. So like since it was like one of the only things we had, we we fell in love with it, and it was a great having that journey like. Watching mm-hmm. that goddamn fight with Frieza that lasted oh two my months. Gosh. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my so god. <laughs> it was sorry. I was watching Slayers at the time. Slayers. Oh yeah. We well uh, we were watching that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like on TV. And yeah. oh nice. yeah yeah Jealous yeah. Then. So so like we all like, like were all synchronized on this anime, but like it yeah oh, gotcha. it lasted far too long, dragged out, <laughs> and then Dragon Ball Super on the other hand. Um, like the, uh, I'll, I'll spoil this one thing that has nothing to do with the plot, but just like how the two shows are paced where, um, you knock out Goku and like, all you need to do is get him a Sensu bean to heal him up and get him back in the fight. You know, you won't see that happen for like six weeks and it, it just will drive you fucking crazy. In this Dragon Ball Super, like me and Matt's brother are watching it and we, our jaws dropped when they're like, Goku's knocked out and he needs a Sensu bean and Krillin just... Goes in the bag, walks over, and, and puts it in his mouth, and Goku gets back up. We're like, <gasps> "Oh my god! <laughs> what? You just skipped all Is the filler." <laughs> but hmm. uh, interesting. All right, I might actually have to watch it. Yeah, you know? and um, I was a big fan of Dragon Ball, but yeah, fair not Z. Yeah, it's 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 good in the way that you thought it was going to be, and the first part is a you have to push through it. And then mm-hmm. once you get to like the Universal Tournament, you will see some of the greatest fights in fictional history to the point where um, there's one episode where something happens, it's an incredible fight, and people say, you might want to record yourself when you see this happen. And I didn't believe wow. them. And like I was watching it. I usually, like when I'm watching my geek stuff, I want it at my setup. I need my surround sound. I watched it by Monsters. So I was like, how good could it be? And I jumped up. <laughs> I screamed. I, I flailed around. <laughs> I put my hand over my mouth and like I watched it like eight more times in a row because I was like, "Oh my fucking!" Anyway, good. Yeah. Wow. So good. you're in for a ride, Matt. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm I suspect that when I get to that fight, because you've mentioned this a couple of times, I'll know <laughs> that I'm there because I'm going to guess the lead up is still pretty good yes. to it. Um, so I'll be I'll be sure to record myself. That's um, cool. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, looking look now that I'm to the tournament, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some stuff happen. The one thing I'm disappointed by is that Yamcha still oh, isn't Yamcha. fighting. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that the anime now seems to know the meme jokes, though, because they, they give uh, Yamcha a hard time a couple times in that show. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Well, the thing is, the thing that bothers me, I don't know. I mean, thing it's like everybody's a heavy hitter, like once you get to this point, and like, you know, where they'll just be like, oh, you know, Vegeta and Goku, we're just going to pop off and, and go into the chamber thing or whatever and train for three years. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like it's no big deal. And but I think they're like so far ahead of everybody. But if you think about it, like Yamcha can fly mm-hmm. and shoot energy beams from his hands. And he's a human. Like, it's crazy. He, he's tougher than anybody else on Earth, at least. Yeah. Uh, besides, besides like Earthlings, besides Krillin, I would think. Right. Right. Currently. But um, um, I've been being I've been taught by uh, some friends about the ways of pro- professional wrestling and understanding certain terms. And uh, Yamcha has the right. honor of being a jobber, and yeah. he's one of the greatest of all time of being a jobber. Yeah, though and I mean, a jobber. I, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I agree. He is. He's a total jobber. Um, <laughs> gonna have to explain. Uh, jobber <laughs> announces the threat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's the one who steps up right? to get beat the fuck down ah, to let everyone know that this right. bad guy means business. <laughs> He's the canary. I got it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did one of you guys mention Worf? Worf? <laughs> yeah. He yeah, gets I mean, jobs Worf so is much. a jobber through a lot of people. Oh, yeah, he sure is. Yeah, yeah. because everybody That's knows. That's inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, because everybody knows how tough Worf is, right? Mm-hmm. And so if Worf right. gets taken down. You said drive me crazy. Yeah. Yep. So I just wanted, it- like, a couple episodes where, where Worf could just go to uh, it. Well, no. sometimes we got him on, in the Worf episodes where, like, he'd be like, you know, doing the covert ninja stuff, doing some Klingon stuff, so we got to see him with bass. Yeah, I mean, it got better in DS9. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure did, yeah. Yeah. All right. I, oh, by, like, light years. But anyway, sorry. But, like, all the writing got better in DS9, so... <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true facts. <laughs> true facts. <laughs> um, Matt, anything else uh, you want to talk about Whoops. with uh, your geekery? Um, I mean, briefly, um, and you know this, Keith, I, I've been digging on uh, EDF 4.1. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that Man, game is so much fun. It's ridiculous fun. Today, I actually went in and played by myself. Uh, which nice, I've dude. Never done before. And um, for any, for you guys, if you don't know, I don't know if you do, EDF, they're just these games where like you run around and you kill giant bugs. So far. <laughs> eventually, we will graduate up to kaiju and UFOs. Oh, nice! Yeah, mm-hmm. sweet. Is it like VR or third person? It's like a it's a six year old game or five year old game. Yeah, it's a- um, and uh, for people, if you're coming over from HDE Radio, it's basically Ultraman with without Ultraman. In Ultraman, you have oh, a right, strike right. force nice. of like uh, of science heroes with guns and special science fi um, weapons. And they roll out into a city that's being attacked by giant monsters, and you're there to fight back against the giant monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, it's you and up to three other friends, and you can p- chick, uh, you can pick, like, a, a, a jetpack chick, uh, a, a dude with who can call vehicles, a uh, guy with guns, and the guy with the bigger guns. 
Guy with guns and guy with bigger guns. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an advantage to being like reasonable sized gun man versus gigantic gun man? Because like, um, why would you I, just not take the bigger guns? The gigantic gunman frustrates me too much, so I haven't <laughs> seen how good that part is. I don't All know, right. Doc. Did you? Uh, yeah, Matt, I, I I briefly used um, giant gunman, and <laughs> they they have like these huge suits of armor, and they're super slow unless you. Oh, okay, like, they're, they're glaciers. Right. Okay, Je- yeah, totally. jets, though. Yeah, of course, of course. So, like the 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 firepower comes at a disadvantage, you know, and then like mm-hmm. the. Uh, the the jetpack women, um, very fast, very mobile, decent. F- die easy. Die easy. You got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but like, they can you know fly away, and they got the the distance. Sure, sure, sure. They're like the uh, they're like assassins from Half Life. You know, they jump around. They're whoopy, but yes, smack them once and they die. Basically. Yep. Um, and the gun guy is the even between all of them. Yeah. With mm. the biggest, badass, most killer guns yeah right. oh, that makes sense and then the, the person that calls the things down like i like that's the that's an aerator and that's what keith's been using a lot and yes. really what i found is it it's very hard starting out because like yes. almost nothing you have <laughs> is an actual weapon okay um i started trying to use yeah. it i had something called a limpet gun and what that does is it <laughs> marks other things for other people to kill like, no, no, no. Um, they, they you shoot like a splat of something, and then if you right click, then that splat explodes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. It yeah. It it the, it is not easy to use at first, but once you get like turrets, uh-huh. then you're then it's on. You you you're a god among men. You can <laughs> just lay waste, and then also you finally get power armors, and eventually you can get like skyscraper sized giant robots. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Hmm. Uh, uh, worth putting in the work, but. Um. Yeah. So those those are my two main things. I'd say that I'm uh, I'm geeking out on right now. Keith. Right on, Max. We've been geeking on lately. Oh. Um. So I'm trying to finish a certain book series, and it's amazing. And I won't. Ooh, I, I think three I, body problem. Okay. Three body problem. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, is that it? Uh. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, it's actually the next thing I'm reading after the book that I'm reading now. You won't be disappointed. Girl. It is a. It is a lift to get into, but it's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> But, that's not a problem. Okay, excellent. That's not a problem. Um, yeah, but the first book is deceptively boring. Yeah, first. Two yeah, and then the, so what <laughs> I found is that is like the back end of it is is like you you like work and work and work to get through the first two books, right? I'm like halfway through the third one, um, and and it just feels like such work, and you're like doing your homework through it all, and 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 then like you hit hit some certain tipping point in like maybe the last 20 25% of the book and then you're just like what i'm done <laughs> it just like <laughs> blasts through and it's just like a wild intense ride through the through the ends of both of them so i i, I love them both the the third book is uh mm-hmm. much different but um and it's good all the way through it's just fun and i'm just uh, with covid quarantine everything i, I almost it's feel hard like to finish anything but yeah right I feel like it give it's almost uh you get a kind of Mr. Miyagi experience. Um <laughs> where like you're like what the it's fuck just like, am what I am I doing, doing with this wax on wax off? Yeah, for so long and I'm so bored. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. oh my god. And then he shows you how to do it and you're like at the end like what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then like by the last book you're doing full kung fu. Yeah, yeah, like call back to DBZ. It's just All like right. I I I'm in like training in the gravity room over and over and over and then like suddenly I'm flying. So like, <laughs> 
That's great. I mean, honestly, I think there. If I read these two, and Max, I agree with you completely. Like the last twenty five percent of the first book, it just suddenly yeah. takes mm-hmm. off. That's when it really gets going. Yep. But I probably wouldn't have finished it if Keith hadn't said, like, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't make it through the first part. Keith is all about shaming on this book. Don't feel bad if you give up. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'll show you. I'm going to make it through this book, even if it's the What? That's not with the book. That's just that Keith knows how to manipulate Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. No, no, no. I'm telling the truth as well. Yeah. (laughs) Keith, you're like me. I like bullying Uh people. Exactly. No, I'll get DMs from Keith. Well, no. I'll get DMs from Keith like, hey, Mm -hmm. uh, Uh how are you doing in the book? And I'm like, I'm making breakfast. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, hey, I'm sorry, hey, but like, hey. it, like it after I finally like survived all three books, like hearing other people like say like things about it is <laughs> so much fun. And like, I just can't wait to, for people to go, oh my God. Yeah. And yeah. I'm totally with you. I understand how satisfying it is to have people like chat <laughs> up you up and like live blog you about stuff that you introduce them to. Like yes. nothing makes me happier. But also, I'm laughing at the idea that you thought you could put the three of us in a podcast with you, and it would end up into us kind of making fun of this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honored that now this is on display for everyone to hear. (laughs) The great thing is, like, I know Keith so well. Like, I I know the giddy expression he has as he's, like, typing these things to me. I'm like, oh, just just wait, man. Yeah, sorry. But, yeah. yeah, But, like, okay. Good. All right, so... You can launch into more three body problems if that's that's your thing, Keith. Um, but like otherwise, we'll be um, here all day. Yeah, of, of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, um, I've been, I've been. Keith hates this. I, I watch a lot of TV while I'm watching dishes, like on my phone. On his phone, and and like that gives Keith cancer. <laughs> but <laughs> but, no, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I know, right? So I'm uh, I'm getting through the uh, the expanse, which uh, I love the books, and uh, and it's been ages since I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna hit this when I can just power through sometime, and it, it's been like two years, and I'm finally into it again, and it, I love it. Uh, it's just like a good realistic sci-fi, and I miss being in spaceships. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. then, you know, you're like you know what that's like, just like there's this yep. dearth of good spaceships around or create creative yeah. spaceships and I don't fly on space. It's good to be in. Um, but otherwise, um, I do a lot of uh, geeking out with my boys. I just got got my sons into Avatar, and that is so yes. fun to watch <laughs> yes, from, yes, yes. from their Let's eyes. Let's have another episode to talk about Avatar. Oh my god, it's the yes. best. Um, yeah, and, yeah, we'll and, do that. Keith, I don't know if that was you or somebody else who posted like Avatar is the gateway drug to harder anime, and that's that's I can <laughs> I can so see true. Liam like developing a habit already, so that's fun. Um, oh my god! So I've got two boys. Uh, Liam's nine. Neil is almost five, uh, and they're they look like identical copies of each other, but they're very very yep. different. Like Neil's oh, Neil the, Neil the little guy is like this like little dwarven battle rager, and like Liam would be like the elf. Uh, <laughs> The elf wizard. I would, I would say yeah. Liam is like is, is Liam is very Vulcanish. I think. Yes. Oh yeah. God. He's like an engineer type, he, and yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And then the other boy is a straight up berserker. <laughs> yeah. <who> can't stop. <laughs> oh. Who hates Decepticons? So oh, yeah. I mean, so he he oh, fights yeah. for good, but uh, but good. he fights hard. So. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah. So what about your uh, RPG game, oh. man? Though. Uh-huh. Well, it's going to be that kind of party. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, of course it is. So, uh, 
we've been we've been hopping back and forth between systems. Uh, I think a lot of us are just uh, we've got a Tuesday a Tuesday night crew that we get together. Uh, right now, it's, everybody's remote, and that's working pretty well over uh, over Roll Twenty, yep. which is uh, I don't know some work to get, like it's some fiddly work to get it sure set is. up, but it's it's a really good solid platform, especially when you've got um, uh, somebody who knows what they're doing running into that. Yep. Um, so that's that's good fun, and I'm I'm just rocking around with uh, a couple of the guys I've been gaming with for quite some time, so we know each other and our our kind of little ticks and yeah. how to play off each other. What so systems are you guys jumping times. through? Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna uh, so, um, fifth edition is just kind of the. Uh, mm. It's mean to call it. It's mean to call it pablum, but all of us are like, mm, this is easy. It's not quite what we want, but like we can just like get anything set up in like three minutes in it. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's not a not a deep system, right. and it just feels it's- like it just feels like generic, um, almost memed RPG. Like this is this is a role playing game, and and yes, it's a granddaddy role playing game. Uh, you know, it's Dungeons and Dragons, so it does Dungeons and Dragons things, but everything feels like. Um, softened up uh, and, and super accessible Dungeons and Dragons hmm. cardboardy, so, right? Yeah, I think that yeah, that's a good description. So it's just a little bit. Um, nothing has the, quite the depth that I I like because I I'm mm-hmm. I get real simulationist in my in my RPGs and not that excellent. I don't, I'm happy to hear that. Okay. I have that problem. People are always <laughs> like you're taking the rules too seriously, and I'm like, what? No. Yeah. No. 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 You just do it right, Sabrina. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you. And <laughs> and then so we were playing uh, we were playing Star Wars RPG for a while, uh, the new Fantasy Flight games, which is is good. Mm-hmm. Everyone got weirded out by the by the wonky dice, which just kind of seemed gimmicky. Um, I liked it once we got used to it, but it's um eh, we just kind of drifted away. With miniatures and stuff. Uh, that's not. Now they've I got mean... the miniature space game for it. Like flying around, um, almost like a space mm-hmm. board game, and you've got your little spaceship figures. and And our buddy Dave uh, and and Keith knows Dave uh, has probably sunk a, I don't know, a, at least a, <laughs> at least a year of college tuition into um, into into buying figures and and uh, spaceships and stuff for this. Uh, he's got like a whole wing of his basement devoted to these things, and oh, they're shit. amazing. Um, but we we play that like once Go a year. Dave. No, but my my okay. So my real deep dark geekness is uh, some of the crew crew and I are working on developing a space RPG, uh, like space opera RPG. That's um, I've been trying to figure out the exact timeline and setting, and so I've got like uh, God knows how many uh, Google Docs devoted to this. I last last summer I got really excited about it because I found. Uh, uh, I think it was Caltech who has uh, uh, one of NASA's lists of of all the stars and where and where they are from each other, or not where they are from each other, but where they are from us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is all the stars with exoplanets, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right. So I grab this and pull it into Excel because I'm kind of an Excel geek for work, and uh, and so I was able to mm-hmm. relearn trigonometry and figure out how to calculate how far any of these planets are from each other. So if like, you know, you just point a direction and I point a different direction, how far those two planets are from one another. So then I was like, okay, then I can jump. So this is, this is unhealthy level of simulation as some would say. <laughs> so I could figure out how far, okay. you make me do the Miyagi <laughs> not at you. how long that, that uh, light speed jump would take between those two worlds. Right. So I'm like putting together star maps and things like that. So, yeah. uh, 
I, given given how I usually work on things, in about thirty five years, I'll have a fully realized game system from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you'll probably okay. beat me to the punch. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's uh, that's my my little slice of life over here. It's uh, it's definitely good stuff. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you if you need somebody to playtest that system, or if you want somebody to just like double check that it makes sense from an outsider's perspective, please send that my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate that level of detail. <laughs> I actually do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm uh, trying to keep it fun. Um, one, of my, <laughs> one, one of my big complaints was uh, with my old D and D game. I so I ran like this eight year campaign, mm-hmm. and it was good stuff. And I was I got real dissatisfied with the system at at mid mid levels it's this was uh 3.5 mm-hmm. so D 3.5 and pathfinder and i was like it, it turned into rocket tag at what's everybody it was like 15th 16th level so i went to i kind of tried to subtly convert everything into uh into shadow run so i rewrote shadow run as a, as a fantasy rpg um uh-huh. which i loved <laughs> Right, so you basically just pull all the cyberware out of it, and it's uh, and and just re restat all the guns. But I loved it, and uh, one of my other players loved it, and everyone else uh, looked like they they got thrown into a coma, like it was the second the dice Aww. came out. <laughs> Is it still so, piles of d sixes? Oh yeah, it's like you know, uh, yeah, it's Dave, you know, my our buddy Dave who likes to blow stuff up, uh, um, you know, just roll 35 d6s for, for oh. your fireball damage and it takes stun um but so yeah it's it's trying to balance that you know what's fun for me and what you know what's satisfying to me versus what's actually um fun mm-hmm. you know what's really fun for the players and what's marketable mm-hmm. so right. eh, thinking about yeah. that i recommend savage worlds oh Although you keep doing that sure. and i uh yeah i'm gonna Eventually, it's, it's just so it. massively customizable, but um, I'm not sure how deep it goes. Like, yeah, for what we like a long time ago now, like maybe a year ago, we played like online game of it, and it was just so easy to get that we just were playing like almost right away. Yeah, that's huh. that sounds I'm good. I'm not sure if that's what you're looking for, I but don't know. you might be able to cannibalize pieces. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. I remember somebody uh, got me to play Big Eyes Small Mouth, which is it's just a fun RPG. Yeah, I and, oh wow. And uh, it's it's good stuff. It's yeah, it's, it's oh, super anime based, but it's no, like, no. oh what? no, no, I know it. I just haven't. I played that god like twenty years ago or something. <laughs> right. I just yeah, yeah same yeah. like fifteen years ago probably. Yeah, I just haven't. I just haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yep. But yeah, my thing with that was it was like, uh, can I do the thing? And the answer is always yes, you can do the thing. And so yes, right. You can do the so thing. that's that's fun to some extent, but then it, when you want any sort of like. Um, tension or uh you want you want the players to have a chance of failing it's really hard or at least for us it was really hard to make anybody have a chance of failing to do the thing so gotta work on that mm-hmm. well yeah i mean that's kind of like you you had mentioned the uh the fantasy flight star wars rpg mm-hmm. earlier and and that's mostly a storytelling yes, RPG. very much They're not terribly concerned with rules they're concerned about you telling a story and, and it does um, a great job of that it really does i think it really it really does, and 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 like when I played it, we were in in constant danger. We were constantly getting in trouble, um, and but yeah, I don't think we were. I don't know if we were ever really in trouble, but we were all very invested. Um, so yeah. I guess it came down to like the storytelling yeah. and whatnot. 
of it. I mean, it always comes down to your DM. It always comes down to the DM. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true, Sabrina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I think I think we had a good GM. Anyway, I'm sorry. Nice. Uh-huh. Good. Why are you apologizing? <laughs> uh, we're we're Canadian. We're I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's no more. I'm actually are you Canadian. Outstanding. Though. What what uh, what part of yes! Kyrgyzstan are you from? Kyrgyzstan. Cool. I'm from Montreal. Do you speak French? They f- oui. they forced yes, them. To oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Have you never asked me this before? I have never. This this barely come up. <laughs> okay, they don't actually. Uh, uh, you're supposed to learn French and English. So like you you get taught the other language in school, but like actually a lot of them do not know each other's languages and like really? don't like to. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I think it's still a big thing. I've I've known a, a couple thing. Quebecers who are very very pro. I forget the exact term for it, but very much pro French side and like are like secessionist Quebec Quebecois or whatever. Yeah, secessionist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is kind of an interesting conversation, but um Yeah, uh, the the last vote for secession actually happened right before I moved to the States. No oh, kidding. I remember it still. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough yeah. of <laughs> history. Uh Sabrina, what have you been geeking on lately? Well, I feel like I'm just going to continue in this vein. Um, I don't know if you had the chance to watch, but... Um, I haven't. Recently, I've been doing a lot of uh, tabletop roleplay as well. Just, like, having more free time from being stuck inside just mm. jumped up the numbers of how I'm doing it. And, um, like, I got my partner into it, and he started, like, making games. So he's using a Dungeon World system to do, like, a My Hero um nice role play and it's amazing like he's made everybody's characters separately so like mine has a black hole so that's pretty dope but i also like designed a different one that's um like an investigative supernatural one it's so simple it's just like everybody gets a d4 okay Hmm. it's d4 plus your stat if you have one through four then like it's a fail that's painful like it'll give you a negative one on something five five and six fail seven eight nine weak success, 10, 11, strong success, and then 12, you can... Oh, sweet. It. I like that. So, for example, you know, like, it's a ghost game, so you have um, a f- attunement. If you're trying to communicate with a ghost and you roll a 4, like, you won't even see it. If you're trying to communicate w- with a ghost and you roll in a-, a 10, like, you can see it and talk to it. And if you roll a 12, it will possess ah. it. Whoa. Damn. Neat. So, stuff like that. Um, I was very excited about it. The game went well. It still has some glitches, but, you know, play tests are what they are. Are these on your Twitch? Uh, yes. That's cool. Hmm. Yes, it should be. Cool. And where can people find your Twitch? Just oh, sorry. Hey, guys, I'm on Twitch. You can find me at VoidCat Gaming. Um, I think I saved that one, but I'll clip it if I didn't to make sure it stays nice. up. Please, please. Yeah. It was very cool. exciting. Yeah, um, it has flaws and, again, but yeah. And that's the only um, tabletop RPG you've been doing because I thought you've been doing like some for your birthday that went like for like eight hours or something. That's what that one was. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, it did not go for eight hours. <laughs> uh, s- yeah. It might have gone. That's for awesome. Six, no, we planned <laughs> oh, for it to go bad. for six because when I play tested it, it went for six, but they actually only needed four hours. Um. Yes, that was that. But cool. I've also been playing, um, I'm starting a sci-fi one, actually, next week. Boy. It's not Savage Worlds, I'm sorry. I, I did check out Savage Worlds, but it, it didn't fit what we wanted for that particular plot. What does fit, and why doesn't it fit? 
Um, I okay. don't know. You would have to ask my GM. Oh, okay. I thought I, you were I, I'm not GM. the one GMing that game. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Anything else? I want to play sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. Anything else? Mm-hmm. I recently started Demon Slayer. Oh the anime. yeah. Oh my god, that anime goes hard. I have started it. And immediately like, it it's just immediate like oh oh my god it it does not it does not pull punches it just goes and it's and beautiful like the att- attacks stylistically are beautiful just like if you know japanese mythology it's great it's just it's it's great it's great it's great and it's one of the first anime or mangas ever in like, i think 20 years the best one piece really <laughs> yep uh, i feel like the first time ever like one piece finally was been de- has been dethroned by mm. demons. Oh my god! I'll tell you what. Wow. I um, I'm gonna check it out again now because I started watching it. And I think I got about three episodes in, and I just trailed off. Um, really? yeah, I just lost interest. Um, same. But all, uh, although like it was really good what I yeah, saw. But I don't know why I stopped. Maybe I got distracted by something else. But oh, there's plenty of stuff like that. Like it just happens. It just it just happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and usually for most anime, I'll know like I'll three. I'll do, give it like the three episodes. If I like keep watching after three episodes, good to go. Um, but I'm going to give this another shot, and we'll see how it goes. Cool. cool. Well, we'll all just try each other's stuff out. I like it. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trying fighters. each other's stuff out, Keith, what are you doing? Oh, all right. Over here, um, what I've been doing. Uh, one of the most recent things I've been doing is uh, reconnecting with um, 80s movies and whatnot, and I decided to finally check out this uh conan poor man's conan conan ripoff uh called conquest and um like uh is that the one with with destro on the cover yeah the, it's, on the, it's a the lady though she's okay. got like yeah. gold mask and, yeah. and nothing else on lady and destro she often has sex yep. with a snake she, sex, yeah sex with a snake a lot in that movie and like when i say a lot like I it like, happens in more than one scene like usually it's like this that's yeah, a lot usually like one yeah. scene's like yeah we're introducing how weird and kinky she is and that that's what we did and then like it's like no we're doing it again and in this scene like all right all right all right and like weirdly enough like i i uh i quote unquote enjoyed the movie um mm-hmm. it, it's because it was it was so consistently weird although i i can't say that i loved it like um my favorite of those of that genre is Sword and the Sorcerer, which Max likes to laugh at me at because the hero has an <laughs> sure awesome do. sword that has three blades. It is, it is the most amazingly awful sword possible. <laughs> <laughs> do tell. <laughs> it's, a, it's got three blades and two of them shoot off. It's awful. Wait, oh, it's, what? Just gives me a yeah, headache. Yeah, it's three blades that shoot. <laughs> no, that's not I mean, cool. That's not what swords are for. Oh, apparently they are. Because <laughs> it works. I mean, the bad guys, they don't, they don't, they don't walk away from that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, f- physics yeah. is different in that universe, I guess. So, like, I, yeah, I, I love this genre. And then Conquest, I, I do recommend looking at it. It's just like, <laughs> you see people get ripped off in half and... I don't know. It, it was a weird movie. Uh, it was a. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the experience. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, let's see. Any other darkness? Um, didn't plow in my way through Stargate, but we'll be getting mm. to that. We'll be getting to that. Oh, You're almost so, done. I, I feel yeah. so sad that you're like almost finished. Like I just well, wish you could prolong I mean, it forever. Granted, you have universe, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. it's just like the end of Atlantis is like, oh, why? And then universe is like, okay, I gotta pursue mm-hmm. this now. Yeah, I can tell. Like uh, all these things are dropping. Atlantis, like, wow, this show could have gotten even better. And yes, 
Yeah. I'm taking it as slow as possible because this was just a treasure to find. I'm that was so glad. So much fun. But we'll get deeper into that once we do the actual podcast. Oh, what's that? Oh. The movie that we're going to be reviewing. Oh, right. Mm. Cool. Okay. So, what, um, here, uh, we're going to be doing this on the fly. Uh, everyone can hear it happen. So, once by the time I did a podcast, this is when I would say, all right, we're going to take a break right now and come right back. And then we save our files. Because back in those days, like, our computers were just a little less stable. Mm-hmm. And, like, we didn't want to make sure we didn't lose what we recorded. So, yes, we're going to take a break this time. Stop recording. And then we'll come back on the other side to review Stargate. Okay. Cool. All right. Yes, we are. We're stopping now. See you guys on the other side, and we'll be right back. It has been buried for thousands of years. A mystery. A secret. A threshold to the future. Where'd you find this? I've I've never seen anything like this. One man will break the code and open the door. Well, this should read Stargate. That was in front of us the whole time. The other will lead the way. Why are you here? I'm here in case you succeed. Jackson's identified the seventh symbol. Backup storage, reserve power, on. What is it? It's your stargate. We've opened a doorway to a world we know nothing about. Things locked itself onto a point somewhere in the Kalium galaxy. It's on the other side of the known universe. Your turn now. They prepared for danger. Began final evacuation. They expected the unknown. Stabilizing system. Initiated commencement sequence. But they could never have imagined this. Realign the Stargate. Can you do that or not? I can't. What the hell is going on? My orders were simple. Track down signs of any possible danger. Well, I found some. I can't make it work without the seven symbol. seven minutes now the most amazing discovery of our time yes wait for me is about to become the most extraordinary adventure of all time kurt russell james spader king davidson stargate a roland emmerich film All right, we're back for Stargate Chevron Seven Encoded. That's 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 that's, that's Stargate talk. If you get into the show, Matt. Oh, Matt. right. 
You should get oh, into the show. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right, I, I, well, I started. Uh, just skip SG one. Watch Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I um I I started watching the uh, the first episode of SG one. Yeah. Um, so I hope you finish the first episode of SG One. Well, no, I couldn't. I because I started watching it at like nine fifteen, and we started talking at nine thirty. Oh, um, good. Okay, oh, fair enough. Right. You can get back to it. <laughs> it's a slow burn. So, um, get getting to like the the bigger story around this uh, that I may have orchestrated a little bit. Uh, so, like, uh, st- this starts with Star Wars. I because everything does. Um, we'd hit like a rut of like good fiction and good science fiction around that era. Like for me, when I thought star Wars is coming back, I thought we were about to see all of like what we've seen build up in science fiction and space opera, new special effects. We left George Lucas behind and I was waiting to see a ballet of like great space fiction unfold before me. And then I got the pie in the face (laughs) as um, the, 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 the show, the movie, the first movie, Force Awakens, for me, was just, like, empty. And, like, I, I walked yep. out of there, like, I was the first person in line. Right. Yeah. I was the first person. Walked out there, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. I was the first person in line. And, like, all my friends were very excited to see my excitement as we walked out. And as we walked out, I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, they, they kind of wiped out all the victims of the past movies. Mm-hmm. What's going on sure here? Did, yeah. So then uh, The Last Jedi happens, and I'm just like, alright guys, everything's gonna be fine. Ryan Johns is my favorite director of all time, mm-hmm. so everybody's right. about to see some shit. And I turned around like, guys, watch this! And like, two pies <laughs> hit my face. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh-huh. And I just like started crying. And just like, uh-huh. what's going on here? And like, Max... You were, you got, like, you, you stayed mad while I was starting to cool off going, well, this is the shit show, but you're like, no, Keith, don't, don't talk me down. I'm yeah. mad. I'm going to be mad. So then that's when I said, you know what? I think we shouldn't listen to Stargate program. Right. Cause like I had this, yeah, I had a feeling that like the, it was made way before any of the bullshit of like Trump or how they're making fiction now. And I always suspected that there had to be a reason why it has, like, 20 seasons and so many fans. Pre-streaming. Yeah. So uh, we we disliked it. We, we made fun of it all up to this point. Max finished it before I did. And, like, I didn't like it at first. But then, yeah, it won me over. And mm-hmm. I've been having fun since. So I think it was uh, appropriate. It was Sabrina's idea that the first podcast should be this movie. Yes, Stargate. So... Okay. Good call on I'd that. like to start with Sabrina. What'd you think of the yeah. movie? I mean, obviously, it's been colored by my love of the show, uh, but it's always really fun for me to watch because I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Atlantis. I'm not so big a fan of SG One. It is like the first one I saw, obviously, because it, I saw it when it was running. But um, it was like one that I caught every once in a while of a couple of episodes for, so it was kind of jumbled for a while. Finally, watched all of it uh, a while later. And then it's really interesting to go back to the movie and, like, see where they don't match the, <laughs> yes. the characters from the show. Like, they they did a really good job matching people facially. Like, it, when you look at the actors side by side and the actress in some cases, um, like, all of them were pretty well copied, but, like, their attitudes did not... Oh, ...are right. not the same. Like, Daniel? Okay, maybe. But, yes. like, Jack? Nothing no. the same. Yeah. Even, like, Kowalski, I know he's not in a lot of episodes, but Kowalski, like, you can't really, you can't really imitate French Stewart, let's let's be honest. I mean, 
Yeah, Kowalski. no, I, I, and I really like Kowalski in, in the show, and um, I don't know, it, it, nobody's that fleshed out in the in the movie, right? They're just they're really not. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, hold on, I got a, I got a question, and I don't want to I don't want to be that guy, but I thought it, it was French Stewart Kowalski or Ferretti. I don't remember. Um, was Kowalski not supposed to be him? I think I. I, I because I specifically, as I was watching the movie, and I'm sorry, this is, um, no, that's fine. yeah, but, um, but I just remember at one point being like, is that French Stewart? Why is <laughs> yeah. French Stewart in this? <laughs> what you want? Weren't you doing Third Rock when this came out? Yeah. What's going on? And yes, French Stewart is Kowalski he, at first. Oh, really? Then it turns into a different guy. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. ready, I thought. And then, um, yeah. oh, hold on. Um. I'm looking. What? Actually, I don't know. If it, oh no, no, I don't know who French Stewart is. Uh, I thought the guy that I'm looking at was French Stewart, but he was never on Third Walk from the Sun. Wait, wait. So, was one of the guys Harry Connick Jr. Then? What? All right. What? So, what? The point I was actually making there was that um, <laughs> the characters are so different from each other that I can't even tell which character from the movie Kowalski is supposed to be. Boom! Point made. Well, yeah, you nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, is Harry Connick Jr. in the movie? I don't. Or I don't am I looking man. at, or do I think French why, Stewart is? Why do you think Harry Connick Jr. is in the movie? All right, I'm calling it, I think I'm saying French no. French Kowalski, French Stewart, whatever that guy is, I think that, I thought, I, I think I thought. No, you're right. French Stewart is Freddy. Yeah. But Harry Connick Jr. is not in the movie whatsoever. Oh, Lieutenant Kowalski's the John. No. No, he's not. All right. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I miss. Uh, I, I I mistook French Stewart for Harry Connick Jr. Right <laughs> okay. They, they have that same look. They have that same look. Oh, uh, can I point out? Huh. Like while we're talking about actors, a fun thing. Uh, Richard Kind is in every incarnation of Stargate. Really? Except probably Stargate Universe. Yeah. He he play, He's in this movie as like the bumbling. Uh, guy who gets yes. corrected oh, by yeah. Daniel. Yeah. And then he plays a bumbling guy somewhere in SG One, and then he plays. The he same. plays that like dude that everybody's like, "Oh my god, go away already!" In Stargate Atlantis, oh he's yes, he's that. the worst in Stargate. Atlantis. Is he a different character in Atlantis than he is in SG One? Yeah, Lucian. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, Richard Kind. It's actually yeah, a bunch of minor parts get repeated because there aren't that many actors in Vancouver. You know, hmm. <laughs> you eventually go through <laughs> all. Apparently, of them. <laughs> um, Richard Kind is one of those that guy actors for me. Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, you yeah. see him, and you're like, "Oh, it's that guy." Yeah. It's that totally. guy. There he is. And I always have to look him up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like he was like maybe the lead in movies at the end of the 80s, early 90s. Or was I he? I would be surprised. I just remember him in Spin City, I think. Yeah. But any other thoughts on the movie, Sabrina? You mean aside from the fact that the uh, costumes are freaking amazing? Okay, sorry. Yes. Like, SV1, I know, had a way lower budget. But um, the scenes when, like, uh, all of the gold finally show up, and the way they co- they replicated like the hairstyles on the kids, and then the way they did the costumes, all of the stuff is so beautiful. Like I wish the sets were like that in the show. Mm-hmm. The yeah. um, oh my god, just yeah, it's all beautiful. That like little raw amulet even is really beautifully made. Um, it it's like a fun romp through the sand. Aside from that, it, it's a really silly movie. Like the characters are are, are dorky. Um. Aside from Jack and Daniel and maybe Scara, like 
the other characters aren't really characters no one at is all. Memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, don't get me started on the fact that like the only girl is like, oh, here she's pretty. I'll <laughs> sell her to she you. She's a gift. Yeah. Oh, she likes it now. Um, and then the show is immediately like, uh, well, we need Daniel to come back. How will we have him to come back? Oh, she'll get kidnapped. We'll show her tits, and then uh, she'll get possessed, and she'll never have any agency whatsoever. <laughs> cool. Oof. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Doing more first oh. impressions, Matt. What did you think of it? <laughs> um. Well. Uh, Sorry for that downer. No, 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 no. no. That that's was a great fine. You're, the thing is, like, you're obviously one thousand percent correct. Yeah. Yep. Um. As far as that's concerned, and that is one of the ways, one of the many ways, in my opinion, that this movie shows its age. Yes. Um, yeah. It really, really does. Um. Now that said, I still enjoyed it. It's still fun. And James Spader's haircut also. Oh, James Spader's haircut. My good that <laughs> that beautiful mullet. Oh yeah. Good golly. And uh, seriously, this is all right, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but at uh, at one point while I was watching it, I realized that that was James Spader, one. And two, never realized that that was James Spader until this watch. Oh wow. Right, he yeah. doesn't look like himself <laughs> at all in this. Yeah. No. He does not. He really doesn't. He really does. He's a big fluffy nerd in this one. Big fluffy nerd. Oh, but there's one part where he's like doing all the research and drinking all the coffee mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's wearing like this like long jacket with a hoodie. It's just like this total bohemian look. Anyway, great look. I just remember that specifically. Uh, <laughs> but he's good. But he's awesome. He's awesome in it. I think he's really great. Um, and that was one of the things that I remember switching from like the movie to the show when I was younger, being like, "Well, wait a minute. All these actors are different." You know, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Scar is the Scarra, only one who I want to say the there's, there was Scara and um, no, I think it, I think it is just just Scara. Maybe sorry. Um, Pretty sure it's just him, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, you want to the continuity point, got a crossover. They should have. Yeah, totally. <laughs> How weird is that, though? So he has to, like, replicate the scene where he's like, O'Neal, you're like a father to me. I'm so happy to yeah. see you. D- completely different actor. <laughs> well, I mean, they brought back <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> zipple wire and everything. So you're like, oh, yeah. So if you if you had seen the movie, you're like, yeah, you know, you, yeah. you get a little reward there. Oh, totally. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you're getting a part based on a movie, you better watch the damn movie. <laughs> yeah. Any other first impressions, Matt? Um... Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the things that that I am going to talk about are probably are are rather specific, um, mm-hmm. but there is definitely there's a number of things that this movie does that I don't see happening in movies today, um, for better or for worse, you mm-hmm. know. And also, just watching it, I don't know if it's because it's an older movie or maybe I just have a more critical eye than I used to. But I was like seeing all the plot points play out. I'm like, okay, well they did they did this <laughs> right. because they need to get here, etc. Mm-hmm. And I don't, yep. and I don't know if that's because I just watch more movies now or if it's because it's an older movie or what. Um, but it, a lot, of, yeah, yeah. So it could be all that, but a lot of those really, really stood out to me. Um, and yeah, the the one the one Muppet, the Yak. There's Basically, just the one Muppet, right? Oh my god! Yep, he was a horse <laughs> and a dog. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny when that thing shows up too. Cause it just, yeah, it's just that scene gives me Star Wars vibes like crazy. Yeah. Like the the ah sound that it makes. Also, I'm just yeah. like, yeah. all right, you guys. <laughs> well, right. I mean, that's like one of those things where like nothing else in the movie is like that. So mm-hmm. that to me looks like one. It was so incongruous. Yeah, yeah. it was totally. It makes me think like, is this one of those like producer moments? Like, I want a space yak. 
<laughs> I'm not doing anything for this movie until I get my space yak. Oh god! I All hope right, so. I hope that's what happened. If there. Gary's on about the space yak again. We'll just get it in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He just—he just really just... wants to work with Jim Henson. Okay. We'll put—we'll we'll put, right. we'll put get a horse and a dog. We'll get this done. We'll just do it in one day. Oh, it's over with. Yeah. So <laughs> someone someone takes some foam and we'll just spray paint it to look like a tongue and just have it awkwardly <laughs> oh, go god. over Daniel. Uh, that's just a, oh, the whole. There's scene. your yak, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. I yeah. got my space yak. <laughs> I'm producer Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Gary. <laughs> uh, so those Max, are, those are what do you think ones. of the movie? <laughs> uh, I I think. Yeah, I think Matt was kind of alluding to this. I think the the whole movie it it does seem like it's from a different time in that in that it it's like kind of walking horror movie territory for some of it, and it's kind of pretending to be an action or adventure movie through some of it, but it just kind of takes it real slow through the whole mm-hmm. you know the whole thing. Yeah. It's like um, it, it was like. Uh, maybe felt a little contemplative but it really you know there's it's not that that deep enough to earn contemplative right, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah right right um, but like they I, just spend a lot of time traveling from place yeah. to place yeah, yeah i just well, it felt like they didn't really trust the audience to to go there with them if they went any faster mm-hmm. that's so, inter- i don't know that's maybe that's interesting maybe um because i i noticed that too the 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 quote-unquote bad guys didn't show up until literally halfway through the movie yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I personally don't see that happening now. Um, where's sort of like- I'm surprised every single time that <laughs> it's have, two hours long. Yeah. I have a note right. that says, yeah. "With uh, hour in capital letters, it takes an hour for the alien <laughs> ship to show up." Yes, right. yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but All I right. mean, but I love the attention to detail yet, on on the set, uh, and and that's why that, mm-hmm. that space yak is so weird to me. Like everything else looks. Yeah. So meticulously created, and then you've got this wonky slapdash Muppet that uh, <laughs> it's just like somebody, somebody had like a Fozzie bear that they chopped up and and then like threw it on top of a horse. And there you go, there's your space yak. And it's it's that same actor who does like the the head of the library in the Mummy. So it's just like I'm sure there's been another shot of him doing that, but with an actual animal. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah it's it's nuts um yeah so i mean the whole thing just kind of felt like uh like a slow motion walk through what could have been like an episode uh but um Mm -hmm. again the the characters so different from from the characters i'm i'm used to and it's and i went into this watching again wanting to get really really hyped up on it because i remember seeing this with my dad in the theater and so like anything i saw in the theaters with my dad that was our thing when i was when i was a teenager um you know, I have like really, you know, warm fuzzy feelings for like I even like Days of Thunder because I saw it with my dad, and uh, um, that was a good movie. Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but everybody um, says it is. Uh, yeah, on the outside. Anyway, um, anyway, it's uh, the characters are so so different and so so thin. Um, you know, you've got Daniel who's a geek and you know, he's a geek cause he, he is excited about the things he wants to know and he has allergies like, Oh, okay. There's your geek. You yes. Know? Right. Oh yeah. Glasses. He's got glasses too. And he wears glasses. Oh, what a nerd. <laughs> <Just> allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Poindexter. Yeah. Like seriously, I like, like that's something that 
Yeah, Matt, the, the same thing, like with the with the allergies, especially. I was sort of like, was it? That's how they indicate that he's a nerd. One of the ways, it's like this guy has <laughs> right, like nerds <laughs> somehow, somehow popularity inoculates you from pollen. Only <laughs> 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 well, smart people have allergies. Right. Yeah. I actually don't have uh, allergies. Well, you don't. No. Is that a good life? Oh, you're not a nerd. I guess, yeah, I guess you're not a nerd. I'm offended by that. <laughs> I, didn't make, I didn't make the rules. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you've got Kurt Russell, who I don't know what else he was doing in all his preceding years, but um, he goes from like, he has this floppy hair, and I don't know if that was a wig or not, but then like in the next scene after they have his like tender moments, you know, where he's like, oh, this is this broken man. And like suddenly he's soldier mode and he shows up, he's like guile. And he's, yes! you know, his hair oh is just... God standing up and he's ready to rock and he's all business mm-hmm. until until they have like that very special moment where he's like no guns are bad for kids like you know and, and gets the gun away from uh from uh scar and his and his uh, scrubs <laughs> and, and and i'm like why did they why did they have that you know it's it seems like a weird <laughs> this is this is our our way to show he has depth like that could have been like this really tragic well-developed story and they went on to do that in 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 stargate sg1 mm-hmm. uh with yeah. jack Did but it's it. a to me that's like a if you're gonna have that be a hinge piece for his character like that just seems like such a throwaway <laughs> for it like why, yeah. why build in yeah. why not build in something easier to get to know him instead of having this like crushing like awful part of his history that they just kind of barely hint at and then like have that three second moment later in the movie i can answer that question for you though i would love to know please okay it's really cheating um but it's like okay so he his own son died so that that void is there so that that void can be replaced by scar to give him an excuse to have that depth of feeling that he has to rescue him later on Uh, because scar is a replacement for his own son but they they didn't really he is the motivation for and like action. you mentioned earlier uh they didn't trust the audience and they were like we'll show you every little thing so that point was literally to be like hey he thinks of him like the way he thought of his son yeah okay All exactly right. yeah i'm afraid that's the answer it's not it's not a happy answer but there you it's go it's an answer yeah. i'll accept checks out thank you mm-hmm. good stuff let's see what other <laughs> things in my notes uh, so Scar, Scar and his homeboys. Like, oh wait, 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 wait! We're not going through oh, okay. the full right, list I'll, yet. I'll, we're not going through the full list of notes then. yet. We're just doing first impressions. Right. Very good, first impressions. There you go. Then we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna, go, yeah, we're gonna just start shooting from the hip with uh, notes. Sweet. After I do mine, my first impression. All right, All right let's do mm-hmm. it then. If you guys are ready, yeah, rock and roll, dude. Yeah. Um, Max, uh, you said what I was going ah. to say, and let me quote the IM you sent me. <laughs> Watching Stargate, man, I'm starting to understand why I passed in the show years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is nobody's best work. Oh, no. <laughs> so, this fucking movie, oh, man. Um, how dare you um, take this t- long a time to good science fiction, you have millions of dollars, and all we have is just, like, empty deserts and people, like, long expanses of time of not doing anything. So... I think like this is like a uh, a hint of like the science fiction I started to resent yeah. because oh people don't want to do Star Wars anymore. You guys, is it too weird for you that we have to now have military people in dry locations not doing too much? Is it, and that's what I got out of this. I was like, um, mm-hmm. I've I've had a long uh, time of being bitter at this movie 
Um, and then uh, all the things I was bitter about it for, the TV series did all of and like made up for it. So like I was, mm-hmm. I unjustly hated the we movies. We didn't know. Nope. Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, like starting from like the beginning, like uh, it's military, it's Earth, and then we get to finally space. And it's just a desert with like nothing in it. And it takes an hour for the aliens to show up. Um, so I was mad at uh, science fiction also doing this thing where it was like one and done fiction. And like, so like when Star Wars happens, you're seeing the latest crazy thing happen in a universe of like your imagination can keep going. Like mm-hmm. just because it happened here, like over around this corner, this is happening. And it's like, it's a world that can infect your mind and you can't help but daydream like what you'd be doing in there. Then like, right. uh, um, fifth element type stuff where you have this beautiful world around one thing that's ha- that's the only important thing that's happening. And in this movie, you have a Stargate that goes to one other boring place, and that's it. And then they blow it up, and that's it. And, like, after it was all, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, you have all this money and imagination. Like, there's an alien out there, and all there is is just one alien. You blow it up, and then it's done. And I saw, like, the, there was, like, a book. I, I'm not sure if it was based off the book. But I, I turned my nose up to the book. I was like, and there's only one book? I'm so tired of, like... <laughs> You guys doing these awesome concepts, and then like build the world, dang it! Not doing anything yep. with it, and yeah. then like the TV series, like, hey Keith, I will do all of the things, and it'll take you twenty years to finally watch it. So. <laughs> but we're so yeah. glad we did. The movie I found, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, the movie I found very uh, frustrating and um, weak on all the awesome concepts it could have done that they ended mm-hmm. up doing like mad in the TV series. Yeah. But it was very stylish. Go, Max. Hello? I don't hear him either. Uh-oh. I thought he was being, like, nice and waiting his turn. Oh. Um, sounds like he might be. So, while he's doing that, uh, Sabrina, you're about to say something. Wait. No, that's all I was going to say about that. Okay. Then, like, we almost heard Max. Yeah, it was close. Wait, did I cut out or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you did, but now you you're did. back. Hey, there I'm back. Are. All right. Um, that, yeah, that was weird. Uh, like I said, this this computer is like a bomb. It's super touchy. Um, mm. But yeah, Keith mm. kind of underscored what I was thinking and didn't bring up in my first impressions. But it's like Abydos and everything about the alien spaceship just felt weirdly empty and and dim. So I don't know if they were going mm-hmm. to try and evoke this feeling of a dying race or, you know, I, I doubt it's that deep. I think it just felt like they didn't want to put their budget there. <laughs> but the um, race. Like the Asgard? No, no, it's just like you have this enormous ship. You have this giant, you know, this this whole planet here, and there's like a town. And in the enormous ship, there's like a bad guy and like, what, four underlings? Like, <laughs> was, was there... F- <laughs> A oh, bad guy. <laughs> You've been at right. this for ten thousand like, years. Is this you all you could come up with? Like, come on, guys. Like, get with it. Uh, <laughs> Dude yeah. could have built a civilization out of those people, but he kept them from reading. And the people that he's been oppressing—is this the best you could do for ten? You can figure out anything for ten thousand years because he didn't let you read. I no, they don't have they don't have good yaks. What do you want? Oh lord, man! <laughs> this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> how dare they? 
It's just like, I'm sorry, like, if you get to do science fiction, guys, like, you know, but what, what I think um, happened was that um, they had an image in their head, and they wanted to make a movie out of that image, and then what they ran into was all the uh, limits of, like, they're shooting in the desert, and, like, I hear, like, it was, like, I was doing, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, and, like, 100-plus-degree weather, like, if they wanted to get anything done, they had to do it before the morning started, uh, everyone was miserable. Uh, people like extras would stop showing up because they're like, "This just hurts." Oh my god! Um, so yeah, with all the limits, and they just wanted to get some good shots, and maybe I think like the scene where they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we should have a scene where, uh, yeah, you got to connect to the kids, so we have a reason for you to fight." And then like the the scene was so weak and awkward to me. Yes. And, yeah. I think they're under like some heavy conditions. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's hope. Let's hope they have a good excuse. <laughs> so, firing up um, our uh, notes here. Um, Sabrina, do you have any notes? I actually don't. All right. <laughs> do you have anything you want to talk don't about? Don't worry. Opinions will pop up. <laughs> um, I already yelled at the one that I hate the most. Really, the thing I love the most about this movie is that it led to the show. <laughs> yes. You know. Um, although, I think I like James Spader more than Michael Shanks. In Definitely. To- uh, Daniel, I think, yeah. for everybody else. Like, I liked Michael Shanks more when I was younger. Um, I'm not... After my acting training, I watched it again, and I was like, mm, I don't really believe anything he does anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I, okay. I was not a fan of his character whatsoever. I'm not a fan is. of Michael Shanks, yeah. I'm afraid not. Um, let's see... Um, Matt, what's your first note? Uh, oh, I'm... Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, sorry, really quickly, I wanted to say, sorry, sorry, I apologize for cutting you off, but James Spader, um, I, some of the fun facts about, about this movie, James Spader hated it, um, he thought the movie, uh, the script was crapped, and the script was I mean, crapped. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah. Nope. He's not wrong. He, yeah, he did this, um, he was in this movie only for the paycheck, like, he's like, uh, I got bills to pay, so, and he thought sci-fi was dumb, so he's just like, I guess, I guess I'll do it, so, that's... His mindset doing the movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. He still delivered a great performance. Yeah, actually, yeah. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's a professional. You yeah, know? that's right. You got, you got to do it. Hey, a lot of times when I'm doing my job, I'm not having a great time. Mm-hmm. Right, you exactly. Know, like, but that's, 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 that's... In fact, most of the time, I'd rather be somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, that's, that's how <laughs> it goes. And so that was a job. That was a job for him. Uh, not yeah. atypical. Um, so, so, Keith, was that it? Or um, Yep. That's a, that was my uh, now now Matt oh. uh, note. Okay, my first note is that I am glad that movies don't have long intros like that oh my gosh. anymore. Yes. <laughs> oh. Why is it so long? And it's that it's that trope that ninety that like late eighties early nineties trope where you're like going through valleys of something that looks like something and then it backs up and it's you know then you see what it is. You know, like I remember Batman <laughs> yeah. was the first time I yep. ever saw that happen. The Michael Keaton Batman. Um, that there's a trope of like uh, all the 80s movies ever that makes me chuckle each time it happens <laughs> where they just they, they take up your fucking time they're like you're gonna go nowhere so. yeah what are you gonna do about it here's this guy did this here's that did this uh-huh. yeah um, and at a certain point while I'm watching it I'm just like s- sitting there struggling and mm-hmm. then I realize oh wait a minute I can fast forward through this <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> why am I watching these you did it yeah, I was like, I remember the plot well enough. I did fast forward through some bits. I'm just like, I'm not, I, well, I fast forwarded a bit through the intro. Um, absolutely. I rewatched it like a year or so ago, so I was like, nah. you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. No, no, it's it's funny. Too. I I I wanted to experience yeah, the frustration, so that's the whole thing. 
the uh, hmm. uh, but that is a that was that was my first note. Uh, how are we doing this? We just, we're not gonna we're just gonna go through the whole dang thing. Or are we gonna go back and forth? Um, <laughs> what do you want to do? If, if we, we we can like uh, jump around, but like if if you like say that note, then you're like, but I I really want to touch on this next oh. one. Feel free to do that. All right. Well, but if you want to pass the mic, well, I'll do I'll do one more, and then we'll um, mm-hmm. and then we'll move on. And uh, that's still near the beginning of the movie. Um, they just let that little girl take right. that amulet. Is this how archaeological dig sites were in 1923? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Listen, this is how they are, right? You have like the the three uh, Swedish people who just run and pay for everything, and then they get to have everything, and then they bring everything home, and then it gets put in museums. And that's how yep. that's oh. how it all works until they discover yep. ethics, and, and, and then they um, change a bit. I mean, not even you're laughing, but um, Egyptologists uh, have to be very specifically allowed into Egypt to study, and they don't let just anybody in specifically because so many of yep. their stuff got looted. Yikes. It was actually no. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, it was it was a free for all. Yeah. Back then, mm-hmm. and it, it was to the point where people just would have mummies, just like just hanging around. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would like they would Damn. they would have they'd ha- oh my gosh they would have unwrapping. This is awful. I'm sorry, but they would have unwrapping parties. Holy hell! Yeah. <laughs> that, that is yeah, a good thing to look up. Yeah. So. Oh my god, so many <laughs> curses. <laughs> this flo- earned. A well-earned. You had this one coming. Curse. <laughs> but um <laughs> but so yeah, I think I think Sabrina, yeah, exactly kind of like what you sparked there. Yeah, that's that that probably would just happen. Like the, the amulet sitting out there, oh, you know, daughter of Swedish guy who's paying for everything, take the amulet. Yeah. It's quite, depressing. It's quite quite and yeah. it makes you think like how, how many like artifacts we're just lost. How much mm. of history has been lost through just people grabbing toys off the floor? Oh my goodness! Yeah, Un- untold. Um, but I will. I will after that one, I will. I will pass the mic. Cool, Max. What's your note? <laughs> my next note is uh, Jimon Hansu is one of the is one of the Jaffa or, or gods. I guess they didn't call him uh, God, uh, Jaffa in the the movie. <laughs> um, Jaffa. But I was just glad to see him. I'm always glad to see him because uh, he was great yes. gladiator, and I have uh, inordinate love for gladiator. Good. So, um, but no, the the I, I just kind of love some of these little little very 90s like artifacts, like the robotic, the weirdly robo voice of uh, the mouth of uh, you know that that little yeah. uh, uh, ride along drone mm. thing <laughs> that is like. Uh, I know they had better digitized voices at that time, but they wanted to like really underscore that. Hey, this is a high tech computer thing. So <laughs> here's your Wait, wonky. Which, uh, which what scene did this happen? Johnny Five voice. Um, the the little um, autonomous drone thing that they had going with them. The on the crawler. That, gotcha. They call it a MALP in in SG one, but uh, yeah, it had a voice <laughs> I made that and it was telling them like, oh, it's this is a breathable atmosphere, and but it was a, I can't do the computer voice, but it was a it was a very <laughs> I would say eighties like digitized computer voice, like and, and just so over the top. It, it just made me smile because I'm like, <laughs> when when O'Neill said we're sending to... the probe, like I in my in my oh, living God. room, I, I pushed up my glasses. It's called a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a mouth. So anyway, yeah. And then I had some notes about uh, uh, Shari. Sh- I guess they're called. She's called Shari in in that instance, Shari. Um, mm-hmm. 
but uh, you know, her being offered as a gift to Ugh. to freaking Daniel because you know, and they continue in, yeah. in the show. And, Dan, but you Dan have to take like, her because otherwise we will be offended. All right, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, clearly, I must. That's, that's what we do. Yeah, um, but then like Scara, who's her brother, and and like his scrubby friends are all kinds of pervy pervy about it. I'm like, dude, that's your sister. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. Weird. Why are you so cool with this? But, <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, that that whole thing was, and, and, and like Daniel never comes out and says it either. He's just like so super awkward about it, which I guess is like underscoring this guy's a nerd and he's uncomfortable with sex and he's on you know like <laughs> right. Uh, it's all built into like very nineties nerd tropes too. Yep. So. Yep. Good times. Absolutely. Right. That was that was extremely cringy. Yeah, there are some things I'm glad are not in films anymore, oh. and that's oh my god, that's certainly. I mean, I I wish it's I wish I could say it was never in movies anymore, but it's certainly in movies uh, less. It is right. Less. I I also on top of that, um, it's starting the trope of that women love Daniel Jackson for right. some fucking reason. Yeah, for some reason. For why? I'm like you've got why? a you've got a Jack right over here. You've got Teal, yeah. you've got Sam. <laughs> Which Sam should be pulling it off, Sam. right? <laughs> like, but, yeah. Especially uh, when John Crichton showed up. Oh my like, god. That I mean yep. that makes sense. Exactly. I wouldn't want that game. Yeah. Beautiful man. <laughs> um Pass the mic? Uh, sure. Yep. Pass the mic. Alright. Alright. Um let's see. The so when I first started watching it though, <laughs> when I first started watching it, I was like, oh my god. Now that I like, you know, I'm a full on Stargate fan. And I, I've been to the Pegasus Galaxy mm. itself. This music is taking me away. Like, am I going to end up liking this movie this time around? Because actually, I think I forgot that I disliked it. And I was just oh, like, oh that. my. Yeah, I was getting ready. I was like, oh, that music is right on. And and then, like, the buildup was fantastic. I yeah, thought. a good score will trick you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 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 the music, the, the, the pacing leading up to, like, the, the lady going, it's your Stargate. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. this thing that takes us on countless adventures. And then like the boosh happens. And so uh, at first I did like the movie a lot. Cause I was like, this is the start of so many adventures that I, I got. Yeah, it was good. And it was good to see the, the kawoosh, <laughs> you know, in its first form. And then the, the ring, you know, the ring transporters yes. that I love so much. Oh, I wish I yep. had a way to just get up and down the stairs in my house with those. I love those. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that just the best sound. Love that sound effect so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a video on YouTube about um, talking about how racist it is for scientists to be like, these Massive, amazing structures and complexity. There's no way these people could have made them. It had to be yeah. aliens. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, yeah, they never said it about, like, you know, Roman structures or whatnot. Yep. So, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the start of this kind of thing where you go to an ancient culture and say that it's impossible for them to figure out math. And, yeah. well, luckily they've got a white guy to figure it out. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dan Jackson. Um, but yeah, then like I kind of wonder if like the guy who's in the memes it goes aliens, like right. how much? Oh, yeah. like, yeah. how much does Stargate like start his like stupid career? Oh my of gosh, Keith, Keith! I actually one of my notes <laughs> was is like, wait a minute, is this where that ancient aliens guys got, like got all of that? <laughs> uh, I mean, this movie was pretty huge. Yeah, 
And um, I mean, that said, I think that like the whole ancient alien thing. I mean, yeah, it's been going on for a while, but yeah, this is this really it made me think of Aliens guy as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, you know, it's sort of funny you 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 mentioned that about the um, like, oh well, you know, they're not you know, old Greeks or whatever. And so how could they have done it? It's a different culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the way I always took that is that the Egyptian stuff was better or like more advanced or harder to put together okay. the size of the stones, etc. cetera. Uh, not so much like, well, this is on par with like um, the, uh, the mm-hmm. Colossus. But I mean, definitely agree. This, with- the size of the stones at Stonehenge are pretty massive. Wait, good point. Yeah. And that's, that's another one where people were like, well, wait a minute. Did they do this on their own? But they, I think they, I'm sure they figured that one out. But also, like, yeah, well, I, I think there's, oh, go oh, ahead, Matt. Um, oh, and they dragged those stones from Wales all the way mm-hmm. to where they are. And yeah. I only know that because of the Elvis song. Um, the what song? There's an Elvis song called Stonehenge. You know, Elvis, what does the fox say? Yes, yes, oh. yes, I love. They're, they, I love yeah, it. Yeah, they have a... What's the deal with Stonehenge? <laughs> oh my god. Um, All right. The music video is particularly amazing. He's like a great comedian, but like a lady goes down on him and he's like, yeah, that's cool. But you know, while you're doing that, what's the meaning of Stonehenge? <laughs> it, it's like I'm not familiar with these people. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the what does the fox say? Don't don't worry about it. We'll link you. We'll link you. Gotcha. We'll take care yeah, of this. We, 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 we got you. And... Okay. I mean, gonna like the, it. The, the, I would, I would say the reason why they were able to do this is like they had nothing else to do back then. There was no comic books, there was no <laughs> internet, <laughs> there's no television. Else what else are you gonna do? Like, uh, I got this stone here, man. And Can't even argue about nothing. politics. They're just moving stones. <laughs> yes. nice. Right, move stones. Yeah. No, right. I mean the ancient Egyptians had some badass math going on. Like they did. I the more modern archaeologists, so in, you know, have figured out how they did all their calculations and stuff. And they're like, yeah, all of this is totally doable by them. Uh, they were pretty wrong. And yeah, it was pretty racist to assume they couldn't have done this, but um, yeah. yeah, they just, at least it gave us this movie. Yeah, right. right. Cool. So, I mean, sort of. thanks racists. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys did something. You guys, you're, you're good for at least a lot of war two good ideas yeah. that give us something better. But they, they're kind of like wishy-washy about it, too, because they're like, the pyramids were not built by the ancient Egyptians. But the gold did come down and find that that culture already existed, and then they mm-hmm. assumed the gods to be themselves. Like, they were sure, like, oh, sure. I will be right. So, like, the movie, like, doesn't even know yeah. which one it wants no, to it's, do. It's, it's a mess. Because <laughs> um, it has one alien. Just the one <laughs> alien. And to that one alien's credit, I kind of like him as an alien horror movie design. Like, uh, yeah. he's like a, like a, cause he's like a gray or do you mean the guy who, it's not really like gray, uh, like just very, he, it, it looks like this mummified kind of weirdish, you know, and you, are you not getting kind like, of a gray, not, like, guess, but like an extended gray. Oh man. I was totally getting gray vibes from his, his OG form. No, are we talking about Dorian so. Gray right now? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. The, uh, Ra has a painting in the top of the pyramid. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so Gray's like the, like the, your classic alien, like you'd find like on the cover of Communion. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, like, yeah. Gotcha. But like a, the, but like the tall gray, not the, the, the really short one. Yeah. Like tall gotcha, gray, gotcha. smaller head, right? Don't the right. tall grays have smaller heads? Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although so. that might be the my... perspective of them lording over everyone in all of the images there. Oh, that could be. Um, real quick, at the beginning of the movie, when Dan Jackson is talking about aliens, um, some guy goes, ha ha ha, you mean like Atlantis? <laughs> like that'll ever happen. Oh and then, and then like it turned into Stargate Atlantis, which is like one of my favorite shows, TV shows of all time. But yeah, it's kind of cool that there's someone in his aisles making fun of Atlantis, which yeah. I'm not sure how connected that was to making the TV show happen. Oh. I'm sure it wasn't, yeah. but who oh. cares? It's yeah, funny. That actually <laughs> great coincidence. That kind of goes into one of my notes, and um, is it? I think that the room full of dismissive scientists is just like a single actor, <laughs> um, or just like a single. It's a group of people that they hire. Like, all right, we need a room full of dismissive scientists for this movie. <laughs> Get them in there. <laughs> they put on their their hats and, and their their long coats. They're like, "All right, time to run." Yeah, hate. exactly. <laughs> like Nick, put on your twins. Preposterous. And that one guy stays like an uncomfortable like three or four beats too long after everyone else leaves the room, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not even, no. <laughs> takes off." I'll talk just to you so then. Weird. Nah, I also think you're dumb. Bye. <laughs> um, let's see other other balls that they drop. Uh. They mentioned that uh, the plant they're being uh, zapped to is on the other side of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't like yeah. it when you throw terms like that around. Because, uh, yep. like, you know... If the it, other if, side like, of the known universe? This is pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I understand that most people don't care, I think, about that kind of stuff. But, like, when I hear it, I'm just like, hey, you know... You can use whatever word you want, and like you can still blow people's mind. Like maybe it's that far across the galaxy. That's still pretty far. But so like, yeah, also, I was just say like, yeah, good. How much of the known universe did we have mapped in the when this movie came out as opposed to now? Oh, oh my good gosh. question. Yeah, so different. Yeah, it is. I'm weird not sure when we found out how freaking gigantic everything is because like uh, it seems we keep changing mm-hmm. in the, like the last like couple decades. So <laughs> well, I mean, Infinity pretty much covers it. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, to me, like, I, uh, what I, what comes to my mind is like, I'm I'm too much of a, a nerd, and I go, well, There's if no it's across thing. the known universe, then like the, the probabilities there are pretty fantastic. Right. Like, maybe in like, yeah, like you have to go all the way outside our um, was it the the visible universe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To finally find other consciousnesses, that's huge. It's an amazing idea that. You guys could talk about. Oh no! Let's, nah, just, let's just kidding. They mean guns. like on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just get just get machine guns. Let's go. Okay, fine. Fair let's, enough. Let's not let's not do anything with this then. Yeah, I, d- I did catch that. It was on the- Abydos was some other galaxy in some distant galaxy, and I'm like, what? This this is mm-hmm. it's got to be close. But I so I like how they did it in the show better. But carry on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Hmm. Well. Uh, going with that, um, kind of, they, uh, they talk a lot about the constellations, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're now, okay. I, I might be thinking of this wrong, but at least on earth, weren't the constellations different? Yes. Um, back then when they sure were. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mentioned that like drift in uh, Stargate, I think yes. SG one yep. probably not. And Children of the Gods, um, I mentioned it probably pretty early on. But um, applause. Yeah, actually, the show does a lot of like fixing plot holes. <laughs> really do. Um, but 
that is an issue that I always have with Stargate. Uh, just the the way the world functions, you have to just be like, okay, forget it. They didn't think about it, whatever. But um, from every single one of those planets that you would be on, the star constellations would look different because all the constellations are in three dimensions, and we're seeing them in two dimensions. So, like the whole system of the symbols looking like certain constellations is bullshit anyway. Right. Oh, yeah. So there you go. It, it took me until Stargate made fun of itself uh, when they said that all alien civilizations speak English. I was like, oh, oh holy shit! <laughs> like, I guess, like, I'm so used to Star Trek where that's always explained away by uh, Universal, Universal Translators. Translator. That, like, my brain was like, don't worry about it, it's Universal Translators. Like, yeah. Wait, they don't have that. Wait, wait, they, they even tried to cover that up. Ah, fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna shoot some machine guns and kill some aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Q. You. Um, uh, Max, any other notes? So I, I, I did think it was kind of funny that uh, Skara and Nabe and um, whatever the other unnamed children uh, that were, oh, hey, I've got a, a five-year-old here. Hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> What's up, Neil? <laughs> um, I did find it kind of funny that they like instantly figured out how firearms work. And like we're quick to employ them against the <laughs> right. They're like, ah, oh, there's these metal things we've never seen. Yeah, we're gonna mess somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way they they shoot those bullets in the air too is very much like, yep, yeah, that's the thing that we would have in the movies in the eighties, sure. Yes. But like, why yeah. would those kids do that? And why did everybody else duck? Like they heard the firearms and they just knew that they were bullets somehow, yeah. even though they've only ever been around energy weapons. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the <laughs> what five energy weapons in that tri- in that pyramid, but. Uh, yeah, it's the zappy zappy guns that they've seen a couple times. The zappy sticks, excuse me. Yeah. Then there's the cute scene where they give the one guy a Fifth Avenue oh candy bar. I oh, see. I was like, like no one's. <laughs> this is your product. No one's ever eaten a Fifth Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, that's what I was saying. Like no one even, no one back then eat, no, ate Fifth Avenue candy Fifth bars. Fifth Avenue was all over this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird. I, I I don't think I've ever had one. I I. I I think I I've got one in like a Halloween assort, assorted bag or something as a kid. Like I've had them. Yeah. They're unremarkable. And then I guess like what came to mind was like um you don't know what this guy's digestive system is like. Can he handle like you're on another planet? You've <laughs> never had this before. Oh yeah. Are you going to really him? fuck him we up? We don't know. Hey, he could be lactose intolerant. We we don't know, but oh fuck it, just give him candy bar. I don't care. We're just, you know, meeting aliens for the first time. As well, far as you know. While we're talking about that scene, though, um, did you notice that Stargate Atlantis has a reference to the movie? Uh, mm-hmm. There's a there's a bit where they go the first time they meet the Janai, yeah. they mm-hmm. uh, have to like join the festival and they all got get drinks and then Ford is like, "Oh my god, this is moonshine!" and Taylor and the rest of the aliens laugh. Hey, <laughs> I like drinking. I'm not, I'm not getting the movie reference. They, that's in that's i think are you thinking of the first episode of the show no oh, i guess i am or, yeah or scar has got the yeah scar and his yeah yeah and they all drink and yeah. then uh o'neill takes it and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> o'neill's like a like a shocked parent <laughs> <laughs> you're all drinking this well yeah what else do you do out here in the desert in the middle of nowhere with no written language <laughs> obviously we get drunk Gotcha. So that was in the first SG one or Atlantis. That's or... SG one. Gotcha. Okay. Did then yes, I may have remembered that. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just like combined the movie and the episode at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is the best way to do it. 
Um, one of my notes says that this movie makes me want to watch Crawl. Nick, really? <laughs> um, That's yeah, amazing. it's like this. It's like, it, like uh, I was, I was sensing the bending toward the X Filesization of science fiction, where everything's just dry and everything looks normal, and like Crawl's just you know wild, crazy shit every scene, and the backgrounds are wild and mm. push your imagination. So this seeing them in like. Just desert settings and huts and occasionally inside the ship. Yeah, like if you're going to do sci-fi, give me something that's not on Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do some freaking awesome stuff. Mm. Yeah. But instead, they sit on beds of right. dirt. Let's go to probably <laughs> the most boring place they can go. The <laughs> desert. I mean, SG-1 does respond by just going to Pacific Northwest forests everywhere. So. <laughs> yeah. A little more interesting than it does, yeah. at least. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's just for me. It's hard to reconcile like a structure in a desert with nothing around it, and they have to what? How far <laughs> do you say that town is? Like at least five miles away from the from the one pyramid. Yeah, that is a pretty weird. But, like there would be so much around it if that was like the dependable <laughs> solid does structure. Does this guy have only one? Ugh. Sorry. Another Sorry. note. Another. The, does this guy only have nine henchmen? Like yeah, how does that it, like, happen? Four soldiers, like two pilots, and and a bunch of kids. And a bunch and, of kids. And, yeah, and a creepy bunch of kids. Like and and the, the although actor, I mean, oh, go ahead. Good touch for uh, Egyptian culture of all of the little kids just like body shielding him, like yeah. really, but yeah. creepy, yeah, creepy, creepy, creepy mm-hmm. but yeah, a- appropriate touch for the yeah what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, the actor for Ra has, you know, he has an extremely youthful look. I don't, I don't know how old he was during the filming. I know he was, he, you know, he's been in a number of movies before that. Or a few, aggressively a beautiful. He's yeah. aggressively mm-hmm. beautiful. Indeed. But yeah, so he has that like kind of ageless look, and then he has got, you know, this weird batch of kids running around with his, what four or five soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't fully getting his shtick, though. He's a like, creepy bad guy. He, I don't know, he, he's like an anime villain. He was being... He moved seductively. An anime villain. But, like, I don't think he really wanted anyone. But then, like, are, are you a badass? But but you all you can do is, like, knock people across the room. And, um, like, your eyes and your smile makes it seem like you're, you're just so powerful. But, um... Now, you can make your ship go up and down. That's about it. Like, right, yeah. I was like, I don't I, know what you're smug about, sensing... dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting so cocky? Well, there's the one time that he, he like, fried his, one of his guards' brains. Right? Right. It took, like, like exactly. an hour. Yeah, you're running out here. Yeah. Like, dude, maybe you should have, yeah, warm up first if you're going to do that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the, 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 the guy's deal that he had going on you, you you need more to back that up. Than, I mean, y'all forget, yeah. up until that point, he was subjugating a bunch of people who didn't even have writing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that he had, like, deliberately kept all tools from, and that were trained in, like, mining and fear. So, he didn't really have Thousands. to be much of a badass to keep them subjugated, and then a bunch of dudes showed up with guns, and he's like, I think I'm the best thing in the world, and they're like, hey, you've never met an American. <laughs> <laughs> 16, who now, did did the guns no. work on the on the uh, um, 
guard's armor. I, I, I don't know if I should call him Jafar or not. I don't I, actually I, recall. I don't yeah. think they worked in the beginning, right? Because I thought those first few shots, like, you know, that made the guards seem invincible. Or no, they were just, the guards were just taking them out left and right because they're, they were stealthy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. At first, they, they're overpowered ninjas. and Yeah, that's right. Um, by the end of it, then they just turn into foot soldiers. Two hit point ninjas. <laughs> yeah. yep. Well, you know, they're lethal in that feel the threat scene, and then they're not so lethal when they yeah. actually do anything. I will say, <laughs> the, uh, the helmets on the guards in the movie are awesome. Badass. So they are good. so yeah. good, and the way they like retract from their heads and whatnot, and they just—I yes. mean, especially for how old the movie is—that looks great. Yes. Yeah, for early CGI, like Love when that it. first hit, when you first saw it, that was like what? Yeah. That was a mind blowing moment when it first happened in yep. the theater. Um, but then, like, then the the bad part of that is like me going, "Why are you guys taking it off? Like, it doesn't give you. It looks like it, it gave them more protection power." Yeah. Um, then they just because they just can't see out off. of it. Apparently, right. this is pure intimidation with the big helmet. Right. It actually doesn't do anything. We can't see anything. I can't see anything. Whoa! I have oh, to fight geez. now. That's so take this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I guess that's like one of my like a, like a, a small pet peeve of mine when you have something cool. Like, stop taking your mask off. Put your mask back on. I'm not fighting some dude. I want to fight the mask guy. <laughs> Put the mask yeah. on. Yeah, that's it. That's... Now your head got cut right. off. But I'm sure fighting in those masks uh, was really difficult and hard to do for the actors. Mm-hmm. And so for like the real knockdown, yes. drag out Kurt Russell fights, mask got to go off. <laughs> Send my regards to King Kurt <laughs> 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 Ask Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell... Um, also was very un-Kurt Russell. Yes, this movie. yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, I love that guy as the wisecracking Fulio. Um, this, him being just straight-laced stern, was a bit dry for my low yeah, Kurt, it, Kurt Russell. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's, there's that trope they talk about a lot with, uh, like, movies uh, action movies especially where the main character will be like really uh blank slate so that you can fit yourself into there and mm-hmm. if that's what was happening with kurt russell uh in this movie I, I i get it but like dear god just put a little more in it like what about that kid of yours that just passed right. away like what this is nothing nothing yeah i'm that sad agreed. yeah um yeah he need he need i, I would have liked if he was the the guy who said that one liner the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, like, yeah, it seemed like out of place for him to. Or I guess, like, I guess what we we're seeing was um, uh, losing his kid. He lost himself, and then through this adventure, we finally see him wake back up again. Mm-hmm. So then it makes mm-hmm. sense that he's maybe wisecracking and smiling and mm-hmm. walks off into the uh, the Stargate. I- yeah, but he definitely went on the journey. And then at the end, there's that, that scene where, you know, uh, we see all the good things happening, and they keep cutting cutting back to Kurt Russell's reactions. Right. Um, which is, again, mm-hmm. I think a very 90s trope. You know, like, oh, um, you know, mm-hmm. those two were kissing. Oh, those crazy kids. <laughs> 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 oh, yep, yep, um, yep. 
but I mean, have you like have you guys seen Escape from New York? Um, yes, I feel like Snake Plissken. Like um, he's pretty just kind of like gruff in there. Sure, yeah, true, true. You know, um, my favorite of Kurt course, Russell yeah. is oh Big Trouble Little China. Absolutely, so good. That is Max Russell. Of Russellus. <laughs> have we all seen Big Trouble Little China? Oh yeah. yeah. Just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> and listener, how about you as a point for the camera? <laughs> Go watch Big Trouble Little China if you haven't. Good stuff. Any other notes to crack um, off? Well, here, here's one. Uh, so when Jackson is in the car um, with the uh, with the lady, the lady, and Langdon, she offers yeah. him that job, and he and he oh immediately turns it down. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Why would you turn that down that job? And she's like, well, I know the position you're in. Those suitcases right there. That's all you have. I know you've lost your job. Like, oh, he turned down oh, that Lord. job so we could hear some exposition. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Yep. I thought. Okay, I like that scene too. But what I was going to zero in on was how much it mirrored uh, the Matrix, where I was expecting her to go. Mm-hmm. You know, already, <laughs> you've already been down that road, Neo, as it's raining <laughs> outside. And anyway, yeah, uh, that's what came to my mind. I was like, oh, oh she's is she? No, she didn't say it. Oh, she kind of yeah. said it. That you have nowhere else to go, Neo. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Come with that's, us. that's all it was for, and uh, it just—it was just glaring. Um, oh yeah. What? Now? The the people who made the movie are not Americans, so that might be why the uh, American soldiers <laughs> acted like they do, cartoonishly assholey American soldiers, <laughs> where they're just pushing around poor Dan Jackson like oh dumbasses. my. Like, God. <laughs> hey, Reading nerd, books. science nerd, why don't you stop being a nerd? Yeah, Do more science. Hey, Ferretti, why don't you go pick on the nerd? Yeah, I'll go pick on the nerd. <laughs> yeah. What are these all these books for? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, let's push around the one guy who can get us back to Earth. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how you were bullied in high school? People just that's knocking that's books out of your hands every day up here. How dare you have books in a school? <laughs> Unforgivable nerd. <laughs> um, that'd be cool. Now I went to school full of nerds. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, I actually, like, I don't want. <laughs> like, uh, Sorry. I, I was bullied not to get, not to turn this into a bully thing, but I was bullied quite a bit, like in grade mm-hmm. school and middle school. And as soon as I joined mm-hmm. the wrestling team, um, it stopped. Uh, yes. Cool. Same. Imagine that yeah. joining a sport made people not yeah. want to make you mad. Was... After finding myself through a book called, uh, the Halfling's gem through a hero named just to mm-hmm. and gain confidence with myself. I finally turned to my bullies, and I could see them for the fools they were, and they oh. stopped bothering me. That's great. True story. Nice. Yeah. You read the... Sorry to get all deep about it. Hold on, hold on one sec. Keith, you read The Halfling's Gem first? No, 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 but that was, like, the clincher. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like, the, the first two books are like, holy shit, this is me, I, I feel this character. And then, like, the final Halfling's Gem... Okay, so, like, you know, Driss is going through all the tr- struggle of, like, being bullied through yep. himself on yep, top yep. of the world. And yep. The last book, there, 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 there. you go. Part all right, I'm with you. I just thought series. you read them out of sequence. Yeah. Nope. But I did see the Halfling Gems first in the library. I was like, ah, fuck that book. 
Little did I know. Yeah, that cover was underwhelming. Yep. Because hmm. it was a white guy dressed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. but that's another story. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you have to tell me what the name of the series is. Oh, um, oh. the what, what's the first? Crystal third? Shard. The Crystal or, Shard? Let's see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Crystal, the first the children? No, the Icewind yeah, Dale. the first book is the Crystal Shard, but is there a name for the first? No, um, the Icewind oh. Dale trilogy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, those, those books help define like me and Max. The best. Nice. Great series. Mm-hmm. Pretty big. Yeah, that's that was like foundational philosophy for me turning into a real person. Wow. Yep. Oh, well, I should definitely <laughs> read it. Stuff. Uh, full the Keith Hayward that you know finally came online fully. I was like, so this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> I, I have never come online fully. Is that a thing that ever happens? Um, I would I would put it off if you. If you have the <laughs> I think I think there are periods of times when you find it, and like three body problem also kind of forged me pretty hard. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Um, um a funny little uh, note that I hear says this music acts like something grand happened, but there's still just <laughs> <of thoughts."> <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Because yep. the music just like the composer didn't read the script. They're just trying. <laughs> the music was going wild. The composer did a better just... job than this movie deserved. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're just walking, like okay, okay. This is epic. Yeah, I mean, when the music came on, yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, this music. I remember this music. <laughs> it's very epic. It's good. It's it is very good. Yeah. Um, there is one part where they, uh, where Jackson and the military guys and everything are like hanging out with the um, the people on this planet, and they're sharing food. And I believe one of them says, like, the guy who's in charge of the natives says, like, Biniwa, I think. Oh, yeah. When, and it's sort of like, it just seemed very much like a greeting or not like a greeting, kind of like, yeah, we're sharing in this moment, you know? And I couldn't help but think of Balweeb Grana. Yes! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Balweeb Grana. Balweeb Grana, Weeb Ninibong. And then they dance. Uh, Breen, have you watched Transformers the movie? It's a billion years ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I, 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 I watch it every, I watch probably it don't every have that tattooed minutes. on your arm then. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I, well, there's, there's a scene where yeah. they, um, that's supposed to be the universal greeting. Um, in, uh, yep, I and think. that when they said Biniwa in Stargate, that's what it made me think of. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, weep, grana, weep, bong. <laughs> and it worked. Wow, weep, grana. <laughs> um, fun fact, the Stargate was, was the originally a triangle. And then they're like... Yeah, and then they're like, wait, wait, we, we want to make a dial? Okay, fuck it. Uh, we're going to make a circle. And then it was black. And they're like, ah, oh, God, it looks like a tire. Um, and then it, the final design is what we got. Hmm. Huh. Phew! No judge the bullet there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although triangles, fuck there's, that man. There's a planet in Destiny. Uh, if you play Destiny, uh, Mercury, where there's like a splitting time that you can go through. It's called the Tree of Possibilities or whatever, and it cool. looks like a Stargate, but it's triangular. And I wonder if they did that on oh. purpose. Huh. I'm trying to picture how that would work, even just opening and. Well, it's like it's always open for uh, Destiny's, but yeah, you—if you have a dial, you can't have a triangle. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, triangles are weird that way. Let's see. 
They don't dial well. They don't dial well. So, so, they don't. so <laughs> my thing, one of my things with the end of the movie is it just all seemed to wrap up suddenly. Like they just kind of ran yeah. out of whatever energy or, or, or whatever. Like, they're like, we yeah, already ran two bra, hours. And then, and then like five minutes later, the movie's done. Like no, no big, you know, big secret discovery. I feel like, anything. it's just, got him. I feel like that was a thing in the, 90 well but um yeah like this is a thing i hate in movies i'm not sure if it was like in the 90s or, or maybe it's still going but i uh, i want cuddle time afterwards like if you're gonna yeah. like, do like some some grand movie or if you're gonna rock me especially if you do a good job but like hold me afterwards mm-hmm. don't leave and a lot of movies just like they do the climax and they bam they're, they're out like where's my epilogue like we had an adventure and yeah this definitely was like Explosion! All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay. What was that? Yeah. Okay, bye. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Right, get out. You, know, you, you guys have this thing that can jump across the universe. Maybe we should. No, but I gotta work in the this? morning. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Daniel, you're staying. You're staying. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna. Bye. You have no love with. I gotta get. get we can't. We're wrapping this up. We gotta wrap this up. Like, all right. Yeah, we, go, we already found out he's got nothing at home. No one likes him. He's. Uh, <laughs> he's got no friends. He's broke. No, what are he they, just got kicked out of his apartment. He only has him? two bags. Yeah, he he has foster parents, so he they're like, oh, I guess he's got no family that we're gonna validate here. So. Like we're good with him being elsewhere. Yeah, all tied up, nice. Yeah, that was pretty weird. weird. Um, yeah, and you saw Daniel's suitcases on that military cart. Um, before they put it through the nice. gate, they have like all so these good. like really fancy military looking cases and whatnot, and then Daniel's uh, broke ass looking suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, if the movie doesn't care, I don't care either. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, Kate, the, we're gonna do a TV series. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, let's talk about the TV Fuck your TV instead. series. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> my bad i was wrong yeah the, the, the tv series came along and they're like it went, that was stupid like, that was stupid that was stupid let me fix that thank goodness yeah a list yeah. They, they, they like on the ground they found a list of all of my complaints the they're ground. like hey <laughs> we could do this Big list. <laughs> let's do all of this you're right there's not enough spaceships in this <laughs> of course that was on your list of course i was <laughs> and wow did wait they, which is your like, favorite spaceship from stargate What's my favorite spaceship from Stargate? Yeah. Oh, um, I think I like the uh, was it Orion class? Um, the ship they keep blowing up yeah. uh, from the oh. like in Pegasus they keep on running into ancient uh, like uh, Corvette ships. Yep, and then blowing them up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like yep. You can make a TV show on that ship if you'd stop destroying them. Um. Uh, I mean, and actually, do, kind of what they come around. Kind of, the did they have they any of those that, that last more than an episode? Puddle jumpers? Well, no, yeah. not the puddle jumpers. The, oh, uh, no, no. the Ryan class. Oh no, no, no! I mean, that's kind of what the idea for universe was, yeah. but it just didn't pan out. <laughs> had some ideas. And I'm also falling. In, I've had some I, ideas. I, I give in. I give in. I fall in love with the puddle jumpers. Like I've had so many adventures on those little. They grew on shuttles me. with their big 
they're so funny they're, they're just yeah. like a set they're just like we built a box for everybody to be in we can all <laughs> see everyone clearly we will put a giant window on the front so it's easy to look inside perfect it is a box with a giant window on the front and i've had so much fun in them so yes i love the way I they dock some bundle jumpers i don't i uh i don't think i've seen that yet right mm, uh, you might have perfectly on uh but i'm not sure mm. i think it ducks Oh man, 305s. Those 305s fighter ships? Mm-hmm. Are fantastic. I love those. Mm. Those are perfect fighter ships. And I like um how the Tauri can make uh ships that are at least when it comes to fighter ships, uh, more than a match for any aliens cuz usually like in science fiction if uh you know, before ID4 at least, like any alien ship could just kick yeah. the shit out of anything we had. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I like that we are able to make some ships that can tangle with the badasses. Do you have a favorite ship, Serena? Hmm. I mean, those Atlantis like ships, they're hard to beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're designed to be like super cool. I mean, yeah, the I, I I was uh I like how much I don't like I'm I'm weird like that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. if you make a ship that's like a bad design, um the it's always the right time deal. Hey, wanna go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh. Let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just three fifty, like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer.